This is Eastside Radio. Welcome to the A-List, where we review your favorite places, movies, TV shows, books, and other things. I'm your co-host, Anjali Reddy. And I'm your other co-host, Rebecca Hill. Today, we have a bit of a controversial topic, if you will. <laughs> um, basically, we had the good idea of deciding to review really cringy fanfictions. <laughs> I... I think there's a lot of things we need to preface before we start this. <laughs> yeah. So, I think one, number one, obviously, these are going to be very cringy. And, like, as cringy as they are, I guess, no hate to the writers, like, no hate to the authors. I'm sure they try their best. It's just not exactly publishable. Th- that's definitely yeah. true. Um, so, all of the fanfiction that we will be reviewing today will be readily available for you on our favorite website, Wattpad. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of stereotypes and stigma around fanfiction. I guess we're like furthering. Some of it is deserved, I will say. True. I'm not like a super big fanfiction reader. Um, just because it's like not really my thing. Um, but I definitely have heard of some fanfics because... Um, a lot of the, I guess, parts of, like, fandoms, I'm not really in any fandoms, but, like, I guess if, like, like TV shows or movies or books series that I like, they have fanfiction that people will write about, like, the characters, and so I definitely have heard about some rather interesting ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I think we've already established this, I'm in a lot of fandoms, and I, okay, I say I'm not into the really cringy fanfics, obviously. I think we can, I, we should address that. I feel like that might but be a little also, subjective, actually. <laughs> but, like, also, I think this is more something that I want to address, so it's, like, not all of them are really cringy. There's actually a lot of really good ones out there, and I personally, like, like, I like the ones that have, like, specific, like, like, like interesting like plots and stuff, but all the ones that we're gonna read are really cringy and stereotypical. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of stereotypes, like yeah. on Wattpad and like around yeah. fanfictions in general. Like, typically there's like the good girl and like bad boy trope. Um, mm-hmm. um like, like the whole Harry Potter like. There's so many for her. Like, like last last year when the whole Draco Malfoy thing was trending on TikTok, like all these new Harry Potter fanfiction things were going to be were being written. Can I just say I hate Draco talk because that ruined Draco for me. <laughs> like I used to be a Draco lover, right? He was never my favorite character, but I loved him, and then Draco talk ruined it for me. Yes. Oh, dude, it's like it's kind of weird. Um, I feel like it also. Was- like, if you think about it, a lot of, I mean, there's definitely a lot of fan fiction that's gotten turned into movies in recent years. Like, for example, and, After. Yeah, after. After is a fan fiction that was actually originally written, yeah, written by Harry Styles. And the thing is that that kind of brings us more into maybe some slight issues with certain fan fiction. I think, mm-hmm. um, like, the fan fiction that we- I think the main problem is some people can't learn to separate the fictional characters from the real life ones. Yeah, and also I feel like 
Um, we definitely were, like, we definitely really tried to make sure that the fan fiction that we read today was all, like, you know, like, normal things. Nothing, like, too out of the ordinary or, like, weird. Nothing spicy. <laughs> but I think that, like, if you are like, hmm, maybe I want to look into fan fiction to hate read it, like, after this podcast, I would say be careful with what you choose to read. Because look at the ratings things because there's tags and if like you know there's stuff you don't want to see just make sure you check them before you like just you know yeah because some fan fiction writers are like a little interesting in some of the decisions that they try yeah. to make that's why this is also the reason why i prefer a look reads because you can you tag everything so people know exactly what's like in it and so they can avoid certain things but i've had that doesn't happen yeah that's true i definitely like i feel like some fanfiction is just a little weird, and I think it's also because a lot of times writers sometimes will try to sexualize like their favorite celebrities, and I think that like I think it's a lot weirder, especially considering the fact that most of the time like these people are like real people who can mm-hmm. read your fanfiction and read your like fantasies about them, which is kind of yeah. weird. Um, and again, I think that's another reason why I hate it when people can't separate, especially if it's like a real life person, like a celebrity. Like, I hate it when people can't separate, like, the real life person from whoever they're writing about. Because you should, like, think that there is some people who take it too far and they're like, they, they, I would, they actively, like, think of their character as, like, the real life person. And that's where it gets weird. Yeah. Because, like, they're not the same person. Like, you need to be able to separate that. It can, it can get kind of gross. Like, I know Anna Todd, the author of, mm-hmm. um, after is blocked by Harry Styles on Twitter, uh, as she, she should be. Invited, she got invited to the premiere of After. No, he got invited to the premiere of After, and he just never like. Good for him. Good for him. Because like, at the same time, like I would not think. Okay, think about it in his shoes. That's creepy. Like this yeah. woman who is older than you. Mm-hmm. Writing about well, you while you were a minor. And like about very explicit things about you, and like portraying you in not very good way. Yeah. So, so we make a movie out of this, like that I would be a little hesitant. Yeah, so I think the um just be careful because the internet is a very weird place. But overall, like despite all these things, we just thought that this would be a fun, like more COVID safe episode to do because um since well when at the time that we were making this decision to film this type of episode, like on fan fiction it was like during like the peak of like covid cases again after winter break so it's just like one of the easier options since we don't have to go out and do anything yeah so with all that being said that was kind of like a lengthy intro but we will get started now we have a few selected that we picked out and specifically we have like certain things that we want to talk about for each maybe like a certain scene or just talk crap about it <laughs> yeah this is more of like a fun episode where it's to be like yeah it's more like cringy to us it's just this is this is going to so like, feel free to laugh with us um yeah yeah first one um we're starting okay first one that we're starting off with it is a harry silence fan fiction from like it is i think it's from like a while ago definitely not recent right it's called Mine. <laughs> I can't do this. It has. Also, I've noticed a lot. I think a lot of the really cringy ones have like a lot of reads or views, and I think that might be because like 
some people just have really bad taste and some people just don't like Mm. I don't know. I don't And I think some people are also like us and we will hate read things. Yeah. (laughs) Because this one has three point seven million reads, which might I add, for a Harry Styles fanfiction, that's not a lot at all. Like there's there's one just plenty more. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, there was basically okay, first what we'll do is we I have I have the description of the book and I guess I'll read that first. Okay, Aubrey White, a stupid girl with the same stupid parents. Will she fall for that one boy that would make her future exactly the same as her parents? Will she make their mistakes? She may, and then she finds that the boy has had horrible secrets hidden from her the whole time. And I also, I told Rebecca this earlier, but they used the wrong there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, this is like an old one. This, the last time it was updated was in 2014. So this is an old one. And so I I found one specific scene where basically Aubrey White, the main character, meets a bad boy Harry for the first time. And they're, they're in like the principal's office because Aubrey's like, um, she just transferred to this new school, you know, cliche. And she bumps into this random person and he... <laughs> oh my gosh, who is it? No way. I, I don't know. I'll read the little excerpt. Okay. I, <laughs> I keep laughing during this. I am so sorry, but I just cannot keep a straight face. I hear a slight hiss from above me as my eyes meet theirs. The wrong there, might I add. His eyes ringed in a slight red, gold, and blue. It was strange but intriguing. Okay, first of all, there's more, but red gold and blue pick a color girl literally and also not the hiss like why is he hissing okay next 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 and a little bit of dialogue watch it love this school isn't as friendly as yourself (laughs) (laughs) i know okay this is like a personal pet peeve of mine but when people are writing, like, a fanfiction, or, like, anything in general, it doesn't have to be, like, fanfiction, like, when someone's writing something, and it's set in a certain place, but they use, like, mannerisms and certain things from other countries. Yeah. Like, for example, Harry Styles is British, right? So, But this is in, like, an American high school setting, but he's using the word love. Like, yeah. that's... It just doesn't make sense. And, like, that goes for, like, a lot of, like, K-pop fanfics. Like, they'll be set in, like, American high schools, but they'll still use, like, the whole economy system and just things that don't make sense and it just you know, like if you're gonna set something somewhere like stick to what how it should be yeah. you know anyway continuing on yeah so after that dialogue <laughs> it says two the two other boys behind him one with blonde hair and the other with brown short hair whereas the boy in front of me with a has a brown quick i don't know what but, yeah, one more thing about fanfiction is a lot of times, like, since the, these aren't actually, like, real published books, like, the grammar they are, isn't to be... If I wanted to, I could get on my right now and just publish something. Like, you don't... They have to, it doesn't do a check by anybody, just whatever you want to say. You know? Then, all watching me and imitating me, I quickly nod when he raises an eyebrow at me waiting for my answer. He chuckles before walking away, the two others following after him. Um, 
I feel like this is a the perfect example of the cliche bad boy Harry Styles type thing. Yeah. Like it is the like down to a T with sunglasses, the red, golden, blue eyes, which again I still don't get. Okay, but at least it's not orbs. Orbs. Like, like orbs. the main thing, I just like I always see this in bad orbs. books. <laughs> they refute the yeah, and it's so bad because why are they or? I think once upon a time it might have been okay, but now it's just way too overused and scringy. Definitely. So, I let out a breath that I didn't know I was holding in. No. <laughs> no, it's it's the dialogue that I watch it. Love this school isn't as friendly as yourself. <laughs> I can't get over that. <laughs> okay, and just like. Overall, it's. I'm gonna be blunt. Okay, it's very poorly written. Yeah, like, but I feel like you also have to. Like, huh? It looks like it was written by a ten year old. Like, like I mean, no you have to consider the fact that a lot of times they are like twelve when they're writing it. Especially on pop out. Yeah. Like, once again, the reason why I prefer AO3 because it's usually people who actually know how to use grammar. Because, again, this is, like, I think Wattpad is a lot of, like, younger people. It's, like, I think you can't really blame them, but at the same time, it's, like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's like, the only excerpt I'm going to read from that, because I don't want to subject myself to more torture. But, <laughs> that was me, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, basically, this, this, um... This this book is sixty nine chapters long. Ironically, Dang. I don't know. I feel like a lot of these books, like we kind of just like skim through. But for the chapters that I chose for the excerpts that like I took, I just picked random chapters, and then I saw whatever was like mm-hmm. the worst thing that they <laughs> wrote. Yeah, for this one, I specifically wanted to find the scene where she met him for the first time because I knew it was going to be really bad. <laughs> Yeah. I knew it was gonna be awful. Okay, so moving on. Okay, moving on. Moving on. All right. So the next fan fiction that we chose is something I found. So it's called Demigods at Hogwarts, and so basically, it's a Percy Jackson and Harry Potter crossover. Can I say really quick? That's the most cliche, like, like, I feel like that's one of the most cliche things, like, the whole Percy Jackson, Harry Potter crossover ones, like, it's so, like... Yeah, because I feel like they're both oh. very popular book series. Like, I, I remember... Okay. What I love is, I do love, like, the crossover, like, you know, when people do, like, fan art and stuff. Like, I think that's really cool, but when they write fanfics about it, it's never good, like, ever. <laughs> True. Okay, so here is the description. So it's another prophecy, another quest. Seven demigods enroll as students as students at the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. They're hoping to help the wizards and witches defeat. Well, they have no idea. The poor demigod, demigods get an overflow of homework and boredom, or not? Question mark as they wait for something to happen. But the Titan and Giant War were not the last war for the demigods, and neither was the Second Wizarding War. War the last for the wizards. This is period. <laughs> okay, so <sighs> let's get into the actual chapters. But, um, okay, so at this point, 
So one thing that the author wrote was that Harry is arrogant. Like, I don't know why some authors just like to ma- like portray characters differently just to like help with the you have to, stick, you have to stick to their original characterization. Like, you can't write something that's out of character for them. I mean, I guess you could because it's fan fiction, but it's like it's it's well, not it's canon. Kind of like, yeah, no, I think I think it depends. Like, if every if you're if like the way you're basing the character is how it's originally portrayed, then you shouldn't add something out of character. Either you make the com- character completely different, or you only or you keep it the same. You can't have like a mix of both. But that just doesn't make sense. Like, you can't have Harry be like just like how he is in the books, like very shy and stuff, and then all of a sudden he's like an a-hole like that's not how this works mm-hmm. but anyways the good thing about them making harry arrogant though is that his chapters are really funny <laughs> okay so let's get started harry's pov hermione looked extra excited today. <laughs> <laughs> we're repeating our seventh year due to missing almost a year to look for horcruxes when Hermione is excited, it's usually for two reasons. A, she figured out something, but there isn't really anything to figure out right now, and she isn't blurting it out to us. Or B, there's going to be a test. I started to worry that it might be the last one. Why are you so excited? Ron beat me to the question. Transfer students, she told us. From America, didn't you hear? No, Ron frowned. I didn't know Hogwarts accepted transfer students. Well, they do, she responded matter-of-factly. And now you know. Alright, so... Okay. I'm going to scroll a little bit, and then we're going to get to the next part. Dumbledore said a welcome speech. Then he said, We also have some very special new students, transfer students from America. The great hall's doors opened, and every single student's head turned in unison to look at the students walking in. I immediately hated them. I hated the way they walked, the way they looked, and how they smiled like they owned the world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then my eyes fell on a per- particularly beautiful girl. She had blonde hair and princess curls, flawless skin, and gray eyes. Probably one of those dumb, giggly girls who faint when they realize I'm Harry Potter. Once I tell her, she'll be all mine. Smiley face. <laughs> okay. She introduced herself as Annabeth Chase. Then I noticed how she was holding a black-haired boy's hand who looked a lot like me. Ha, she's probably only dating him because he looks like me. <laughs> the black-haired boy who looked who looks like me introduced himself as Percy Jackson. Ha ha, like Percy Weasley. I bet this Percy Jackson is a smarty pants who know-it-all who follows all the rules, just like Percy Weasley. Once she knows that I'm the chosen one, she'll dump her centaur butt face boyfriend and come running to me. I've done way oh more than dump Percy Jackson. I try to flip my hair and then came up and just snapped my fingers. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like it's worse and worse. <laughs> like I you read a lot, I'm like, oh that that's pretty bad. Then you it just keeps like progressively getting Like worse it worse. escalates. For sure. Okay. Get one insults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so a couple line skips and we're at um where they're getting sorted. So it's the first name was called Chase Annabeth. Professor McGonagall picked up the hat. It was a whole meter away that when it screamed, Gryffindor, Gryffindor, please, don't let me see that again. Gryffindor Annabeth blinked a few times. Okay. She went over to the Gryffindor table to the sound of loud applause. 
I waved at her to sit next to me, but she sat at the end of the table, shooting an apologetic glance. Huh, well, she'll know who I am later. I'll make sure of that. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know why, but for, like, the next parts, like, basically, they're all, they all get sorted into Gryffindor, but apparently, like, the hat's scared of them for some reason. I don't know why. So then you have <laughs> Professor McGonagall recovered. D'Angelo Nico. Yikes, this kid looks creepy. He's a death, eat- death eater for sure. Um, and then... Did they actually say likes? Yeah. You, this one isn't as bad, but then... I'm just gonna scroll down a little bit. Oh, so basically the hat just keeps getting horrified every single time it gets near to one of these demigods for like some reason. And so... Then eventually, uh, Professor McGonagall scoops down, scoops up the hat, and starts patting it, saying soothing words to calm it down. She patted it instead. <laughs> Only two more exchange students to go, Hattie. Don't worry. What? <laughs> I'm just like, why, Hattie? <laughs> no, please, no more, the hat wailed. I'm sorry, Hattie, but these are the rules. The last two no. will be as bad, I promise. <laughs> The hat sniffed, then nodded. How does a hat nod? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Hattie really took me out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so finally, like, the last skip. So this is the last part of chapter two. Hello, I told her. I'm Harry Potter. Nice to meet you, she said, smiling. Then she turned back to her friends. You're very pretty, I tried again desperately. She glared at me. I have a boyfriend. She gestured at Percy. Then she turned around again, this time more huffily. You'll forget about him soon, I told her. She stared straight into my soul. Say one more word, and I'm kicking you to next month. All right, I backed away. She looks scary, exclamation point, exclamation point. That no good, dirty, rotten girlfriend stealing Perseus Jackson must have done something to her. Probably gave her a love potion, no doubt. No one can resist the charm of Harry freaking Potter. Hold on, hold on. No good girlfriend stealing. Girl, you were never dating her. Literally. <laughs> I need no, a plan to prove you know, her. This is, this is, this is. Oof. Yeah. I don't know why they portrayed Harry like this, but it's like it's pretty bad. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. This 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 is specifically the reason why Daniel Radcliffe does not have social media. Because of this. Yeah. Alright, so now we have the part of chapter three. So I'm skipping like most of the first part. So you now you have breakfast and this is again from Harry's point of view. Percy hummed an annoying sound as he unwrapped something. Then he looked around like he was hiding something and stopped humming. He brought the package down onto his lap and started unwrapping it. More. Aha! Probably some top secret thing that Voldemort sent him. I tried leaning over the table to get a closer look, but he blocked it from my view with his head. He finished unwrapping it and looked from side to side. Then he opened the lid and set the lid on the table. He stood smiling eagerly. Aha! I yelled. Hand that over, Death Eater. <laughs> he stared at me. Are you talking to me? Yes, you idiot. Hand that over. You're going to Azkaban. No! <laughs> Azkaban. He glared at me. You could have just nicely asked, you know. And now everyone knows that I have blue cookies. All the Americans gasped. 
Give me some, Athalia and Nico yelled. Yo, man, share some cookies with me, Jason said. I want cookies, Leo shrieked. Can we appreciate how you're doing the voices and everything? <laughs> Look at your little switching voices. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> May I have some? Piper asked. Oh, God. Annabeth muttered. Cookies, Leo shrieked. He got one and shoved the whole thing into his mouth like he hadn't eaten for years. Mmm, so good. He spat out the crumbs as he spoke. No, my cookies, Percy yelled. He held it above his head and stood on the chair. Back, back away, you foul beast. <laughs> yeah, so okay. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I would say this one isn't as bad. I think this one was the worst one. <laughs> really? I don't know. I feel like yeah, it's just like kind of weird, dude. But I would say it's pretty funny when you're reading it. I think. Okay. You can't, you can't see my face right now, but I, I'm on the verge of tears. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. My brain, I, I don't have the brain capacity for this. Okay. All right, shall we move on to the next one? Can we talk about that for a second, though? Can we, like, <laughs> I mean, the way they made him so arrogant is so funny. Why? Okay, I think this is one of the funnier ones. It's, like, it's less cringy and more funny, but it, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cringy. It's just like I think they were like they were trying to portray each of the characters, which is like nice. And each of like the characters, especially from Percy Jackson, like they all have their like distinct personalities. But I feel like the way that it was executed, <laughs> it's just like the, the idea was there. Execution, not so much. Yeah. Also, the whole thing where it's like, <laughs> Harry's like, Annabeth Chase will be my girlfriend. Like, no, no, no. He called Percy a girlfriend soon. Girl. Girl, <laughs> you were never dating Annabeth. Can you, like, can you calm down? I think we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah. That was, that was fun. I, li- yeah, I like that one. You know what? I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next one. The... <laughs> The next one is a BTS fanfiction, <laughs> which, let me see, there was plenty of options I, I wanted to choose for this one. Um, I was going to do Blood Ink originally, and I don't know if anyone knows what that is, but it's just really, really, really cringy one. I don't even want to get into it, it's really love it. I ended up choosing a different one. Um, it's called Mr. Arrogant. <laughs> And it's about um Taehyung or V from BTS. <laughs> this one this one has twenty-four point five million raids. Dang. I told BTS perfects are a lot of people are interested in this one apparently. Basically, if you want to get into fan fiction rating and you want to make money off of it, write about BTS or Harry Styles. Forget Harry Styles, when you write anything about BTS, it is like you are guaranteed at least like a thousand reads or something. Okay. It's insane. It's like people will read anything if it has BTS in it, even if it's really bad. But then that also means the really good ones have like even more. Yeah. And it's like scary. Okay, anyway, so the description for this one, it's very simple. It's just one sentence. She dreads to get to school because of one name. 
Yeah. Not, not much else to it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, this one is not as old as the last one. It was written in 2016. So, like, not, not, not too bad, you know? Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> There's a few different scenes for this one that I wanted to look at, but first, this is my favorite one. <laughs> okay, so the main character's name is uh, Lee Hyejin. Um, yeah, just no comment. Really, no comment. Okay, here. We're, this is a bit of a longer excerpt, so okay, let's go. I closed my locker after keeping my stuffs and was about to head to the canteen when I suddenly saw him, the arrogant D-word, walking with his two friends, Jimin and Chungguk. <laughs> they had their uniforms tucked out, and their ties not secured to their neck, to the neck tightly. <laughs> it was pretty clear they're the big rebels in school. I turned to, to the other side instead of walking to the canteen and tried to avoid, avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> I quickened my steps and continued walking straight. We had and I turned around and Taehyung was running towards me and I broke into a cold sweat. <laughs> Thank goodness the ladies' washroom was a few steps away and I rushed in and hid in the cubicle. I gave a sigh of relief, but my, but my heartbeat could almost be heard. I just want to avoid that skunk for as much as I can. He always brings trouble to me. I waited. I waited inside for about five minutes until I heard no noise outside. I slowly opened the cubicle door and peeked outside the washroom. There was no one. Phew. I just my way out. Unfortunately, I hadn't gotten I hadn't got any further when I sensed someone coming towards me. He, with great force, dragged me back. Shut up, shut up. He, with great force, dragged me back into the ladies' washroom and slammed me against the wall. <laughs> Where are the teachers? Like, how is he slamming you against walls? Then, a little bit of dialogue. Ugh, Kim Taehyung, what do you want? I said as I rubbed my elbow that got hit against the wall. I breathed in and out hard, nervously. I hoped he didn't have any weird requests. Once... What? Once he told me to put a sanitary pad into a teacher's handbag and threatened to blackmail me if I told anyone about it. Also, before we continue, I would like to, to specify... The UG, Kim Taehyung, what do you want? was written in all caps. And the UG was spelled with three G's. Come on, we need you to draw these out. Like, you need to speak it like she speaks it. Be the character. You are whatever her name was. I can't remember. We had it. Okay, okay, okay. Fine, fine. Okay. We'll continue and I'll do the voices. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you done the humanities homework to be passed up today, he asked. Yeah, yes. I said, trying to be bold. But I was a little afraid of him. A little. Let me copy it. I stared at him, then rolled my eyes. Really, V? You chased me all the way just for homework answers. Since when have you ever cared about homework? I said and folded my arms. Shut up and shut up and just give it to me. It's graded, he said. Later, I replied and attempted to shove him away, but he slammed me against the wall again. Again? Ouch. Dang. Yeah, again. Ouch. I want it now, he said. Too bad, I replied. <laughs> he blocked the door with both of his arms 
and then stretched one into the other. Annoyed, I stepped on his foot really hard. Crazy. <laughs> okay. Watch out, Lee Hansen. I heard him shout as I fastened my walking pace to the canteen. No comment. No comment whatsoever. Yikes. Dang. This is like low-key harassment. He's like slamming her into walls. This is a bit... I feel like I wanna, I wanna, I wanna talk about this a little bit, you know? Yeah. I wanna. <laughs> you have any thoughts? Because I think. I don't know. I just I. How do people think of this? Write it down. Read through it again. And still have the conscience to hit. Well, I'm convinced that they they don't read it through again. They just they just click they just click press enter and just like post it, but <laughs> I mean that was like so good. That was probably the best fan fiction I've ever. Heard. Also, another thing that was so weird to me they like they mixed the names like they used his stage name and his real name. Yeah, like where does where does that come from? I don't know, okay. Next next little excerpt, okay. Lee Hage and the principal club. Nay, I responded softly. Kim Taehyung. What he responded. The principal sighed and told us to sit down. May I know what's going on? The principal asked. Taehyung pointed at me and I pointed back at him. You put the fake lizard in my bag, I spoke. She threw it back at me. You started first. Who told you to put that lizard in my bag? Shut up, it was your fault. You didn't listen to me. We were at each other's throats. I stood up and shouted at him. He did the same. <laughs> Guys, stop. Miss Gill shouted, but we couldn't hear her because we were busy quarreling. Do you expect me to let you copy my... I was cut off because he covered my mouth. Then he glanced over at Mrs. Gill, whom had furrowed eyebrows, staring at us. Have you guys... Have you guys have no respect? She finally got to spoke. <laughs> she finally got to spoke? <laughs> the toilets after school. No leaving until you're done. You get me? But Mrs. Gill, no but get up now, she shouted. Taehyung opened the door. He stomped out of the office and flung the door behind him really. I, <laughs> I awkwardly turned to Mrs. Gill and the principal. Chosong on me. Basically, sorry, but the way they spelled it was like Joe Song. I don't. Why are you mixing in Korean, girl? You can't even. This English isn't even correct. <laughs> True. I'm. God, no! It, it's the way there's so many comments, and all of them are like, oh my gosh, oh my god, this is so good, girl. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Seek therapy. I can't. I don't. I think we're. The, I think. I think. I think we're. We're. We're good for that one. I think we're good. Alright. Well, if that's all, um, we have our last one, which I feel like this really wraps it up because it brings us back to our first one, kind of, 
And it's also one of the more stereotypical ones. So I feel like a lot of One Direction fanfictions, they have like similar tropes. A very popular one is, my mom sold me to One Direction or kidnapped by One Direction. And it's like, basically her mom like ran out of money. So she gets sold to One Direction for like money. And again, her name is almost always Crystal, and she has brunette hair and blue eyes. <laughs> almost every time. Okay, but this one, this one's different, guys. It's about babysitting One Direction. <laughs> it's, a, it's a switch up. Yeah. Okay, so the title is Babysitting One Direction, and it has 23.2 million reads. Um, okay, so the description is... All 18-year-old Anna Lee wants was a summer babysitting job. That's exactly what she got when she received a call from someone named Simon requesting a babysitter for his five sons. Who knew that the five boys would be the boy band One Direction? Or that they'd be babysitting her? Exclamation point. Disclaimer. This was written by 13-year-old me. Don't expect anything fantastic despite the amount of readers. You know, at least they're self-aware. At least they're self-aware. See, more people need to be like this. More people... What? Y'all need to be like this author. <laughs> okay, so this is chapter two. Babysitting six teenage sons. Um, okay, so I'm going to skip a little bit of the beginning, and then we're going to get here. Okay. So, the door slammed once again in my face. A long black limousine pulled up in front of my house. A man with fancy sunglasses stepped out with a smirk on his face. He was walking up to the front door when he saw me sitting on the stairs. He bent down to look me in the eyes. Are you okay? He asked. I quickly nodded, wiping the blood on my sleeve. Are you Anna Lee? I nodded again. He smiled and shook my hand. I'm Simon. Simon Cowell. He looked at me funny when I didn't react to his name. Am I supposed to know you or something? (laughs) You're looking at me kind of funny, I exclaimed. Simon grinned. Ah, she speaks. (laughs) So I didn't expect you to recognize me. Come on, let's get in the car and clean up your face. He led me over to the car. He stopped when he saw me with only one suitcase. Is that all you brought? He asked. I pursed my lips together. That's all I own, I whispered. He's looking, he looked shocked for a moment before quickly nodding and getting into the car. I followed after him and sat down on the black leather seats. The limo started to move and Simon came over with a wet rag for my cheek. He pressed it to my face, wiping all the blood away. Wait, wait, did I miss a chapter? Where's the blood from? Oh, so basically in the beginning, I kind of skipped that part, but basically um, her dad just like slaps her and then like pushes her out of the house and onto the ground. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to skip a little more. And so now we're here. What song is this? I asked him. His mouth dropped open. He closed it. Uh, what makes you beautiful? By One Direction, he replied. Do you like it? I shrugged. It's okay. I've never heard it before, but it really isn't my style, I said. He nodded and smiled. What was that look on his face? Shock? Relief? <laughs> hmm. Oh, well. At the moment, we pulled up to a large mansion. Simon slid out of the car, and I grabbed my suitcase, clutching it to my chest as I followed him inside the big house. Everything looked so fancy here. I didn't want to touch it. He led me into the sitting room. Wait here, he said. I'm going to go get the boys. 
I nodded, and he smiled before exiting the room. I sat down on the couch and looked around the room. Simon must be really rich. Bam! I looked over in shock to see the door slammed open by a boy my age, a couple years older, flying through the room <laughs> right at it's me. Louis. It's Louie, isn't it? Is it Louie? Yeah. <laughs> Hi! He said, squeezing me into a hug. I'm Louie. What's your name? I like carrots. Do you like carrots? I said, <laughs> four other teenage guys and Simon walked into the room. Louie, don't break her. She just got here, moaned the guy with brown curly hair. The crazy boy, I mean Louie, stuck his head in my face. Do you like carrots? He asked seriously. Um, yes, I replied. He squealed and jumped up and down. She can stay, Uncle Si. Simon rolled his eyes, as did another guy that had straight brown hair. Simon cleared his throat. Annaline, meet Louie, Harry, Niall, Liam, and Zane, he said, pointing to each of the boys as he said their names. You will be babysitting them for the summer. My mouth dropped open. But they're teenagers, I exclaimed. Louie pouted. I'm 21, he screamed. Exactly. Why does a 21-year-old need a babysitter? I pointed out. Because he acts like that, Simon replied, nodding towards Louie. He was now trying to lick his armpit. (laughs) (laughs) I pursed my lips together, and Simon and the other four boys looked at me expectantly. I... Wait, can I say something really quick? (laughs) Go ahead. They add in, like, the cringy, like, inside fandom jokes that are, like, way too outdated, and nobody, like, the whole carrots thing, that was, like, a joke for when they were, like, 18. Oh, I don't, I didn't even know, I don't understand the reference. I just thought that it was really random. If you know the references, it makes it even worse. (laughs) It makes it so much worse, and also, it's the way that I knew that was gonna be Louie, because it's, like, what they do in, like, these cringy fanfics is that they take their original personalities and then amp them up by, like, 200. So Louie is, like, the, the irresponsible, like, irresponsible one. Who licks his armpit. Like, yeah, who licks his armpit, even though he's the oldest. And so they just take that and they amp it up by, like, 20%. And it's just, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so hard. Also, the way they call Uncle Cy, girl, they hated, they hated Simon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but, like, Simon Cowell, Cowell? Is like has a big role on this. Kind of weird. Because he's the one that made One Direction. Yeah, but I know that they hate him, so I feel like... Everybody hates him. Yeah, but also you have to consider the fact that this fanfiction is a bit outdated, so that's probably why, like, (laughs) Simon Cowell's in here. Anyways. Continue on. Okay, so I'm skipping a little more, and now we're here, still in chapter two. The boys roared into laughter. I rolled my eyes. The boys' laughter died down, and they stood up, getting ready to leave. Why isn't she fangirling? Harry whispered to Zane. Yes, that's right. Zane shrugged. Fangirling? What is fangirling? I made a mental note to look it up at the library later. (laughs) (laughs) The library? The library? Okay. Um... I'm just going to move on to the next chapter because I think this one, we're good. We're good for this one. All right. So this is skipping to chapter seven, which is titled Babysitting Anna Lee. This is from Liam's point of view. Liam, read my dog tag. <laughs> Take me to the hospital. Anna Lee slurred, her eyes shut, and I grabbed the chain that was hidden underneath her shirt. Patient 1246, panic attack disorder, life-threatening alcohol allergy. 
Sorry. I screamed. Harry Styles. She has an alcohol allergy. Get her in the car now, I yelled, picking her up and running out the door. The boys were hot on my tail as we ran outside the house where Louie was sitting in the car. He gasped when we got in with her limp body. What happened, he asked. Drive, Niall barked. We'll tell you on the way. Louie pushed the gas. Sorry. And the car sped off. Um, Zane explained what happened to her, and Louis grimaced. Gr- 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 is that how you pronounce it? I can't pronounce anything. Anyway. Okay, well. <laughs> Sorry about the vodka. Last night, me and Harry were messing around, and we switched it with the water pitcher in the fridge, he said, sighing. Harry patted his back. I'm sorry. It's my fault, too. Guys, can't we just get to the hospital already? You know she could die from the vodka she drank, I screeched. The car became silent as Louis drove the rest of the way to the hospital. He pulled up at the emergency entrance and I jumped out of the car with Anna Lee in my arms inside. Hmm, okay. So, I'm just gonna skip a little bit and then I'm trying to find the next part. Sorry, my computer's acting up. Oh, okay. So, here it is. All here for Anna Lee, she asked. We all stood up and she smiled. By the way, what, we need her last name. We all looked at each other. We don't know it, I replied. Nurse nodded. We'll have a finger, we have a fingerprint scan ASAP. Also, we managed to get her breathing to a normal level at 95% of the alcohol alpha system. Three of her right ribs are broken. She bit on her lip and smiled at us sadly. How do you, how do you break your ribs from a panic attack? I don't know. And here's what's even better. She's also in a coma. Niall <laughs> <laughs> cursed under his breath. He looked like he was about to pull his own hair out. Zane had his eyes closed, and anyone could tell he was trying not to cry. Tears ran down Louis' cheeks as he realized that it's basically his fault. I stood there, frozen, like I couldn't even breathe. When will she be getting out of the coma? I asked quietly. The nurse sighed. It could be minutes, hours, days, weeks, months. We don't know. It really just depends. We're, we are trying on... We are planning on trying to pull her out of the coma tomorrow if she doesn't wake up by then. I nodded, and she walked down the hallway. Harry ran a hair, a hand through his hair. Jeez, he muttered to himself. Okay, and then... um, So, this is switching to Harry's point of view. And I'm just going to scroll a little bit to find the next part. Okay. So, basically, at this point, he's, like, blaming himself for her condition too. Gosh, I wish she was awake so I could see her eyes, her big, beautiful brown eyes. I like her. She's so much different from the other girls that all fall at my feet. She's not like other girls. (laughs) Um, Most of the time I hang out with them, but Anna Lee is different. I surprisingly don't want to just get into a relationship with her. I want to have a real relationship with her, like Liam and Louie have with Danielle and Eleanor. I don't know who these women are. (laughs) But how can I when she's already rejected me? 
Okay, and this is Niall's point of view. Harry is nervous. I can tell. It's Harry, for God's sake. I've never seen him run his hand through his hair so much. Ever. I know he likes Anna Lee, too. Yes, I like her. But Harry always gets the girls. Always. But maybe this once, I can get the girl. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the last part. This is like, um, I guess like trigger warning abuse, but it doesn't get super into it. So I think you guys will be okay. But I would say skip a few seconds ahead if you don't want to like listen to it. Um, so this is like the next part, and this is from Louis' point of view. Sit down, she said, motioning towards a chair. I quickly sat and turned to look at her. We have done a thorough checkup on her body, and she has numerous scratches and bruises. She's She has obviously been abused, she said. My mouth dropped open. No way. We also had her fingerprint scanned and have located her. Here is her birth certificate, she said, ha- handing me a sheet of paper. I looked down and read it. What the heck? I blacked out. And that's the end of chapter seven and then we have like a nice little um author's note Ooh, another cliffy <laughs> why did louie black out what was on her birth certificate so <laughs> at the end of the author's note there's literally a bible verse for no reason <laughs> what okay so here's the rest of the author's note Lol, sorry about that long author rant. XDPPSS, make me a cover, please. There are prizes. Smiley face. Thanks. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why that's there. But I mean, like, good for the author. Um, anyways, we love a good cliffhanger. I guess if you're really interested, look up Babysitting One Direction and start with chapter 8. Um, but that's like pretty much all the fan fiction that we selected for today's episode. Um, like I said, fan fiction is kind of weird, guys. Um, I'm just a little preoccupied at the moment. But I think I okay. So yeah, that's pretty much all that we have. Um, yeah, I'd say if you ever read fan fiction, be careful with what you choose. I'm sure if you're if you've clicked on and like decided to listen to this whole episode, which you probably have not, but. Like, I mean, for whoever listened to the whole thing, which I don't know if anyone does, because this is literally 50, this is going to be 51 minutes long. Ooh. But, like, if if that's you, like, I'm sure you've seen, like, the online thing where it's, like, I think Vinny Hacker did one, <laughs> and some random TikTokers, and they're, like, reading fan fiction about me. Yeah. Um, if you've watched those videos, you know that there's weird things on the internet. And so, be careful yeah. with what you read, guys. <laughs> Yeah, this episode was definitely different, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, so it was a solid episode. Anyways, um, so we'll see you back next week for another episode. We're not really sure on what yet, but I guess you'll find out. So tune back in next week.
Thank you guys for listening. All right, bye.